everybody to the We Geek Podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 5th. Uh, we are We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, 9 p.m. Wednesdays as always. Uh, my name is Adam, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. What up, man? How was your weekend? Uh, you know, it wasn't bad. wasn't bad. You know, same old, same old. Nothing like your weekend was, though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Holy shit if i wasn't fully back into wrestling before now i am i am in scuba deer diving deep (laughs) uh that makes no sense but what i'm saying is i'm back in i am just just completely submerged in it right now um i didn't do literally nearly as much as i wanted to because of money and a few other things just got in the way um One thing I'm a little upset about is I wanted to go see the What Culture guys get the egg, but just <clears throat> plans really fell through on Monday. Ah. But I did get to go to the big show, <clears throat> so uh, I did. I was able to get to to see WrestleMania live, um, and it is by far one of the best experiences that I've ever had. And and thankfully it was a, like <clears throat> now I don't know if it's because I was there. But it has to be one of my favorite. Um, just all the th- <clears throat> all the things that happened were just insane. Being there in the in the stadium, hearing uh, all the people. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll probably. Let, I mean, we can just, just probably get into it right now, right? Yeah, yeah. I think um, yeah, because this is going to take most of the show this week. So yeah, yeah. That's what I figured. Um, should we start with Mania or should we go back? and talk about first NXT or, um, you know, some of the other shows before it. Yeah. Let's, I mean, you know, we'll just start at the beginning of the weekend. You know, I mean, we had, we had the hall of fame on Friday, which was, which was cool. Did you watch that? I did. Yeah. It was, it was great to see, to see Jim Cornette get up and just stand on stage. Cause anybody like anybody with, with, with any kind of history who knows some of the history, especially with Cornette, um, you knew when they were like, "Oh, they put Jim Cornette on the show." Um, are they? Sh- have they thought this through? <laughs> right. It's... I've heard some of his podcasts are like, you'll see on YouTube, you'll see like Jim Cornette shoots on blah blah blah, and and he like he has no no filter. No, um, no, doesn't care. <laughs> you know, and no one thought it. I guess he'd ever be in front of a, a WWE camera. Or microphone. I liked how he opened it up. He was like, you know, the cameraman's gone Xanax or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the, the sound guy. He's like, I'm Joan Cornette. This is a live mic, and the sound guy's on Xanax. I'm like, yeah, you bet the hell he is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Yeah, that was great. Um, but very cool. And I this... love DDPs. Yeah. Yeah, I love DDPs. You know, he, he, he... <clears throat> I forgot how much fun that guy was to listen to, how much energy he has it just it brought me back to like 90s wrestling <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh i forgot how tall he was like he was right he was a tall dude oh yeah um any any standouts for you uh, the hall of fame i i mean you know kurt angle singing his greatest hits like i mean you yeah. can't you can't top that you just can't <laughs> yeah oh yeah to, to and see I, you know i i loved his message too just like or at least what i took away from like don't like be afraid to just go be out there like i loved how 
he was willing to do over the top stuff when no one else was. Yeah. Uh, because of, you know, how, how embarrassed they might be. They want to look like a top guy and a big dude. And he's there, you know, with a cowboy hat on and pouring Tiny milk on himself. Hat. and Tiny cowboy hat. Like, <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, exactly. That's That was so, the thing. Like, he, he talked about, you know, oh, don't make mistakes and blah, blah, blah. But his his biggest message was have fun. It was it was that yeah. simple. And that's that's why Southpaw Regional Wrestling took off the way it did. Because these guys just got together and goofed off and had fun and it was a blast to watch. And imagine, you know, obviously we're not gonna see these guys as these characters every week. But Well I, I mean, but that if you think about it, that's exactly what New Day did. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They, they went from, you know, they thought, okay, we'll just do this one gimmick where, you know, you know what the beginning of new day was yeah. and then it just morphed into this like we got unicorns and you know just just nuts <laughs> francesca like it just it, it and then now you have Big E who's just horny all the time and so like <laughs> it's which, just this it's is... just three guys going out there having fun and being just crazy over exact over exaggerated examples of themselves like yeah i love how they're incorporating you know, they could have they could have been completely silent about, you know, what happened with Xavier Woods and Paige <laughs> and whatnot. But I love that they are smart enough to know the audience is smart and to kind of hint at it in a fun way to and then immediately move on, like yeah. to to, to kind of like okay that happened, oh, it's fun. Like it, it just it, all he has to do is look sideways at Xavier Woods. <laughs> <laughs> that's it it's it's perfect it's it, like to hear seventy thousand people laugh at the same time is insane yeah you know God. um that's one thing i don't know how it came off watching it uh live i went back and watched it on the network but i didn't really get a sense of you could tell that the crowd was, was insane um well, i didn't know if that came off because it was a big stadium and whatnot it's their their microphone work is better than uh, the like actually how they mic the crowd has gotten a lot better over the last few years in the big stadiums because the sound yeah. the sound carries so much differently than it does in arenas because there's no ceiling so they they've had right. to be okay be smarter about how that works but they yeah it it I think it came across really well like the crowd you could tell when they were into it and and you could tell when they weren't. It wasn't just like kind of a middling, like, well, we can kind of hear them, but we can't because we've had those manias where it's like, oh, well, it looks like the crowd's interested, but we can't really hear anything. And those have been that's been strange. That's that's happened. Not it wasn't so much last year, but but there have been a couple of years where it's like, oh, yeah, the open air is kind of kind of messed with everything. But uh, no, it, it, oh, okay. it, it came through. It came through well this this year you could really like I'm see sure... oh okay like i'm sure we'll um we'll, we'll get to the hardy boys soon mm -hmm. but that i the like i took a video people lost their minds yeah. and i you know you couldn't hear anything except people screaming so it was crazy um but let's we'll get to that i guess that in a little bit let's <laughs> uh let's get back to the hall of fame yeah I, I i liked it you know this was one of the first ones that i sat through and watched the whole thing usually i don't um but i thought you know what it's in orlando it's a part of this whole big event i gotta see it and 
Yeah, man. I, I, I thought it was great. <clears throat> I thought it was funny, and it, it was long. Uh, it was way longer than I expected. Yeah, it, it doesn't usually run quite so long. Like, it's 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 marketed as, like, a three-hour deal, but okay. when it's when it's just live like that, I mean, <laughs> anything can happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Teddy Long was funny. Teddy. Uh, love- Beth Phoenix was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know that much about Beth, because that, that was around the time where I didn't watch wrestling. Yeah. Beth, um, Beth of course, Fe- Rock and Roll Express I've only heard of. Right. But- but yeah, no, I don't, mm-hmm. Beth Phoenix, uh, you know, I, I'm happy for her. I'm glad she's in. She gave a great speech. I just, you know, it's, it, it's, it's always going to be a little weird that, that the year that China died, the, the kind of new era version of China is the one that goes into the hall of fame. Like that's, that's always going to be kind of a cloud that hangs over it. And that sucks, but you know, that's maybe they wanted some time to pass. I mean, I, I have no doubt she'll get in it. Yeah. You know, you know, um, the WWE is weird about timing and, you know, they, I think, oh, you know, a, a few years past it, you know, you know they, I, th- that's what they seem like with anything, really. Whenever something really, you know, terrible happens, they usually remove themselves a few years. Right. Yeah. Like they did that with macho man right like macho man should have been in it a long time ago well but there was a lot of bad blood there too that there right that's that's what i mean yeah it, you know um hogan for example <laughs> you know i was surprised they showed him a few different times during wrestlemania um you know there was even a guy dressed as hogan on, on raw they didn't kick him out like they're slowly warming up to him i'm thinking i i I, I was surprised he didn't show up. Um, maybe he will next year, but I think they ha- have to remove themselves a few years. Or, you know, I, I wouldn't. I'm not saying I, I would. I'm just saying that's what I'm thinking they're doing. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree with you. She should have totally been in it this year. But, I mean, overall, it was a good, um, what's... It was a good ceremony. Um, and, yeah, seeing the, the Rock and Roll Express, the Rock and Roll Express, which are still competing. They're, you know, I know like, that. Yeah, they're like 186 and they're still going. It's insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, here, let's take a quick look. Who do you think will be in next year? Oh, um, I think Undertaker headlines the class next year. You think it's going to be him? Yeah, I think he's yeah. the I think he's the big name. Um, other I was than... going to say him or Goldberg could totally be in it. I, yeah. Yeah, I think Goldberg's definitely going to be in it because of this last run. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I think he deserves to be. He, he, you know, him and Sting were the two big dogs over at WCW for the longest time. The faces, at least. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, I, I could definitely see. Uh, it, it, in a way, I wish the Undertaker just never showed his face again. It, it kind of like, yeah. He just he he descended into the yeah. <laughs> into the ramp and then. <laughs> Poof, he's gone. <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You could go either. You could definitely go either way with those. Um, and I don't know. I don't know who the the because uh, I I can't even begin to imagine who the other the other superstars would be. Um, the the women superstar next year is going to be interesting though because they're not. You know, to be fair, there's not a a tremendous depth of of legendary female talent 
Um, so I, I, I don't know if they, if they grab, maybe, maybe they talk Molly Holly into it, maybe jazz. Mm -hmm. Um, and then maybe next year is China. I don't know, but, uh, there's not just, you know, from the, the years that they had where we had the quote unquote divas division, um, that's, there's not a lot there you can really draw from, unfortunately. Right. Right. Yeah, I I don't really know who. Um, maybe even Marie. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> <laughs> Man, what happened to her? She's just not anywhere with the W. I think I don't think she even works for them anymore. No, right? I think she, I think she's I think she's done. I don't think it's like an official like thing, but I don't think she's coming back. No, she's she's right. filming movies that nobody's gonna watch, and she's working on her fashion line, and and that's just it. Eh. Hey, you know, good, good for her. Um, uh, you know, I guess we'll find out if she's in like Total Divas, right? If she's just well, just that's, completely gone from it. Well, that's part of it. You've seen it in the ads, like they mention her suspension. Well, no, I mean after this. I mean, like, uh, not this upcoming because this is like the second half of the season, right? Yeah. I mean, after that, we'll find out. You know, because the after that will we'll be around kind of this time frame. Right. Yeah, sort of. Um, something like that. Yeah. Um. So that'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, I I think. Want to talk about? Yeah. Oh, no, it's just to say, like, I think they, I think it's like they'll they'll show her suspension and like there'll be a big dramatic shot of her getting on a plane or something and like that'll be it. That'll be the end of of Eva Marie. That's crazy because like the whole show started with her, you know. uh like revolved around her in a, in a way like at the beginning of her career her and jojo i guess maybe they'll bring jojo back because she's cool yeah well she's a ring announcer she's still around that's what i mean yeah yeah i'm saying maybe they incorporate her back into the show because she travels around with them every you know everywhere they go true true it's gonna be interesting seeing how total divas continues now that there's a split brand because what are they gonna have cameras on both sets probably yeah, we'll see different interacting. Oh man, hopefully Alexa Bliss is in it or something. She's great. Yeah, yeah. She was so tiny on the ramp. I was like, what? <laughs> that can't ramp, see her. Good God, man, that ramp! Holy shit! Like that was a runway. That wasn't an entrance ramp. Yeah, That's no, it really was. I, I kept thinking if someone fell from it, they would die, <laughs> or they would get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> like if they slipped and fell off, like if it rained or something. That would be that would they'd be done so. Yeah, the ramp was so big. Like now it makes sense how the show ended, why it was so big and what needed to happen. Yeah. Um now it makes sense. But you know, seeing that I'm like, is it it looked like EDC when I went to the stadium. I was like, <laughs> This is insane. Like the production and they cut off, off like a quarter of the stadium. That was one thing. I got in on one stadium one side of the stadium and I was supposed to be on the other end. So I walk, I was like, oh, okay, it's like a few sections to the right, but oh, oh that's right, that's where the stage is, and you, it's just completely cut off, and they're like, no, you need you need to go walk all the way around. Ouch. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing we got there a little bit early. Damn. That was, um, god, that set, that set was amazing. That was just, yeah. that thing was fabulous, holy hell. Oh yeah, and I saw like... A new day post something online uh, like a day or two early, and I was just like, "That is it." But it it looked crazy in the video, but 
in person it was just like holy shit yeah. uh, and it, uh, the, the big ass ring on top of the ring um that like lit up and changed colors and uh you know they would change like the ring post and the thing up above i think for smackdown or raw it would go like red or, or then or then blue um there was just so many things incorporated like it was the production that like the, the one thing i didn't notice while i was there that i noticed while i was watching the network was that the stage or the uh the ramp had, had like like it lit up like it had like a you know like the snake coming down it yeah and stuff yeah I didn't see any. We didn't see any of that sitting in the stands because I only saw the side view. Ah, okay, that's yeah. Well, we we gotta take a quick break. When we get back, we'll uh, we'll dive into some NXT. Um, did you watch any Ring of Honor? I did not. I didn't watch the Supercard. No, I didn't. I didn't either. So I guess we won't talk about that. But <laughs> we'll talk about some other things. <laughs> we'll talk about WrestleMania. Um, again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And uh, we're just going over uh, WrestleMania weekend here in Orlando. Um, we talked a little bit about the Hall of Fame. Um, and uh, you want to get into NXT TakeOver Orlando? Yeah, man, let's do it. All right, yeah. So, so this was, you know, it, like I said, there was a million things I wanted to do this weekend. But I honestly only had enough money for one thing so uh this kind of oh man i would have loved to seen this but um i just watched it on the network which was still fun um it was it, i thought it was a great show what did you think it was it was a solid show um the uh the uh nxt title match was a little underwhelming i thought um mm -hmm. i mean not you know not bad but just i eh, i don't know it it wasn't i, I was expecting more i guess and so I was a little bummed. Yeah. But I I I don't know. Uh the women's title match was interesting. The the choice at the end to to have Asuka kind of take the the cheap way out. That was right. that was different. Yeah, I was, you know, I you know, I uh, I thought that she would have been called up. I thought it would have been and actually pretty great if she caught was called up right with Nakamura. Um, we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, it would have been cool for her to leave NXT undefeated. Yeah. Um, it, it I think that would have been. been awesome. But I, I, I don't know how you would do that, though. Like, she can't leave with the title, though. No, she Then they would just make a tournament to see who, you know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how you would do that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, she would have to lose, but uh, I don't know. They, they could do something that would just be such a cool, cool thing to be like completely undefeated. She vacates the title because she's called up. I don't know. Yeah. I guess you're right. You can't really do that. Yeah, they could have, I don't know. They could have made that the prize of the, the women's tournament that they're doing over the summer. Yep. Bingo. Exactly. So there you go. That could and, and then she would, and still, you know, once she gets called up, have the streak continue that would be such a cool thing to have you know put her on you know um put her on smackdown or raw and just make her you know build her up to you know um take on jacks or something you know um it'd be cool um i thought what i really liked was the uh the tag team elimination match the triple threat that match jesus that's 
I'm telling you what, you want a clinic on tag team wrestling and ring psychology, go to school on that match. That that match, mm-hmm. D- DIY and the Revival have had have had the feud of the decade. They they honestly have. Their matches have been amazing. Their their two out of three falls match at uh, Takeover Toronto was was one of the greatest tag team matches I've ever seen. And this two out of three falls match, what they did, the story they told, and how just how all of that worked. It showed the chemistry between them while still making the authors of pain look like these unstoppable monsters. It it was brilliant. It was it was absolute it was an absolute classic. It was incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah. I loved every minute of that match. That that to me stole the show. Yeah. Um I think it was the best match they had uh, on the card. Um yeah, yeah, it was it was by far the best. I completely agree with everything you just said. <laughs> um, you know, the, the eight-person tag team match was a little crazy. Um, but yeah, um, overall, I thought it was a good show. Um, it was nice to, you know, it was cool to see, you know, NXT take over in Orlando, their hometown. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's one thing I, could, I didn't know taking away this whole weekend was was the crowd as crazy as they were because it was in Orlando because it was mania weekend or both? I know I I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. Both probably. That's what I was thinking. Cause they just seemed really smart. Like all the, I don't know. Uh, they knew when to cheer, they knew when to boo and they knew when to like, just not shut up. Yeah. (laughs) They seemed to not shut up a lot. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It was, it's fun. It was fun. Um, anything else you want to say about takeover? No, just, it was, it was fun to see a takeover back in Orlando. I mean, their first one was takeover arrival was at full sale and the, the atmosphere, I, I I count my blessings that I was, that, that, that was, that was there when I was there because it was, it was incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I've watched that on the network. Um, that was, it had Bo Dallas in it, right? Yeah, that was back when Bo was actually somebody. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to get into um, want to get into Mania? Sure, let's go for it. All right, so I uh, I met up with some friends. Um, went over to my buddy's house. They were sitting in. Remember how I was saying last week? I didn't know if I should just get tickets to Raw or SmackDown or Mania. I finally bit the bullet. You know, it's mania was, I figured it's in Orlando. It might not be here for another t- 10 years. It might be, a com- it would be a completely different card than, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I'm so back in it right now. It would be just a shame if I missed that. So I, I pulled the trigger. I was like, all right, I can do that show. Um, hung out with my friends. They were, they were in different seats and whatnot. Um, and, but I did get a, the ticket near someone that I knew. So that was, that was important. Um, but yeah, I, uh, we, man, we, we pre-gamed, we went to his place, you know, him and his dad, and a bunch of people. And for like two or three hours beforehand, we just had fun. And then we went there and then, uh, we met a whole bunch of people in the parking lot, uh, tailgating, um, they're blaring, you name it, 
Bret Hart music, Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> Vince McMahon, no chance. That's what <laughs> yeah, it, you know, just a whole bunch of crazy wrestling fans. Everyone's dressed up to the nines. Everyone's got belts, the Intercontinental Champ, the, the everything, the million dollar belt. Um, and and yeah, then we went in. Um, and, and it it was. It surprisingly was not a nightmare to get to my seats. I, I listened to the co-optional podcast with um, with Total Biscuit, and I remember listening to him talk about his experience in Texas and how it, it, it took them hours just to get in the building in Dallas and then hours just to get to the seat and didn't experience any of that here. We walked right in, showed our tickets, went through security – took literally two seconds and me it just took a while to walk completely around the building but not once did i stop because there was like a line for anything the only time there was a line was in the like when i was going to the bathroom sure um yeah and you know i I spaced it out pretty good i took a bathroom break basically when you know they they were doing the um um you know, they're showing the videos of the matches beforehand. What do you call it? The uh, the pack the video packages. Yeah, video package. I knew I had like ten minutes, and <laughs> you know, and it, it was crazy because I didn't know what was going on next. I didn't know the order of things. Um, but I, I don't think I missed a single entrance. I don't. I, I didn't miss, you know, anything like that. I think I missed the very beginning of um, Triple H, but that was it. But I saw him come out on his motorcycle with a bunch of cops, but. At the very beginning of it, I don't, I, I didn't see. Um, but yeah, man. So like, yeah, we sit down. Um, the uh, let's see, let's take it off the top. It was the, um, it was the the battle royale, right? Uh, cruiser cruiserweight title was first, I think. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. What did you think of that one? I it was good. It was a it was a good solid match. It didn't really have the mania feel. I thought. But I didn't know it was a it was a title match. I didn't know what to expect from. But it was a good match. I I, I enjoyed it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It it was good. That was it was so early in the day. Um, like yeah. The it, it it. I don't know if it would have been better somewhere else on the card. But it was awesome. That was one where like I had to watch the TV screen, the big old screen. And that was one of the cool things is, you know, I knew that if you were in the bowl and not on the ground, it was probably going to be hard to see them because it's a big stadium. Right. Um, um, but what made it, whatever reason, didn't click in my head because I thought, oh, I'm not going to be able to see it, not going to be able to hear things. That's going to kind of suck. But there's giant screens in the stadium. So it's kind of like, you know, comparing it to like you're seeing it on the big screen. Um, you can look down and watch them wrestle as well but you can also look at the big screen and you're surrounded by you know 70,000 plus fans makes it awesome yeah. <laughs> you know um and so yes so th- I, I thought that was a great match um that's right when i was getting it so i got i sat down like in the middle of that match uh the first one that i like was in my seat watching the whole thing was the uh the battle royale and that was was fun you know i didn't i didn't expect Ronk to be there <laughs> <laughs> or mojo raleigh to to um nobody, to win it was funny because I, nobody had mojo up? raleigh winning that nobody except for adam no. freaking pachiti like he was the only person right. on the planet that had called that 
Yeah. Oh man, it was crazy. And um, uh, it was funny because the night before, I met up with one of my friends who never really goes downtown, and his girlfriend. We went to a Christmas bar because my buddy bartends there, um, Josh. And and you know we went up, we we said hi to him and stuff. We tell him you know everyone's in town for Mania. He's met Enzo like he literally has Enzo's number Damn. because they used to uh, Enzo watched football at his bar on Sundays when he was still in NXT. Um, he got, uh, the girl's shirt signed or whatever. We took it the next day, but, um, he also know, he, he doesn't know Mojo, but, um, Mojo came into the bar, uh, I guess a few weeks prior with Gronk's brother. Like, nice. I guess he's like friends with that family. Yeah. They're apparently they're um, real tight. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. And he, showed me a video of them you know taking shots and stuff and i was like that's so cool and then literally the next day he wins and i was like that's and then i see him in the ring with gronk and i'm like that's awesome like that <laughs> totally makes sense now <laughs> so i thought that was really cool um and my buddy got a got a picture with a uh, big cast so i thought that was awesome nice um but but anyway yeah so the battle royal surprisingly you know i thought braun was gonna win it i don't like how they're booking him you know i don't like they're making him weak, look weak or scared when he's supposed to be this big beast that just kills everything. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe I, I, this is supposed to be big shows last mania, right? That was what, I mean, that was kind of the talk going around. And even he did an interview with, what was it? Bleacher report. I think where he was like, yeah, this is, this is the end of it. That stinks. You know, I think maybe they should have been in a match by themselves this year. And then big show put Braun over. That would have been really cool. Well, they did that um, on Raw, though. They had they had a they, really solid match a couple weeks ago. No, I completely agree. But I think maybe they should have saved that for Mania. Yeah. If they didn't have plans. It didn't seem like they had plans for them. They went out pretty early. Well, I mean, they had, you know, they, they were still thinking Big Show Shaq. And then when that fell apart a few weeks ago, I guess they didn't really know what to throw together real fast. Because they, they had a pretty damn full card. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. It's just his last mania. I, I don't know. I hope that he does one more as a send off. Yeah, that would be neat. Um, And he's in great sh- shape, too. Like, why not? You're in best shape of your life. You don't have to you don't really have to even wrestle that much this year. Just kind of do what The Undertaker do. Show up a few months before mania, start something and then, you know, have your big send off. And, and if everybody knows it's your big send off, it's going to be special because people like the big show even though you know the last however many years he just hasn't been used right you know i think the fans still respect him enough to 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 be into whatever he does um as his last last match um now the next match was i thought was pretty boring um dean ambrose and baron corbin yeah, that was that was just you watched that and you were like, wow, yeah, these two again who are not like Ambrose. I'm sorry, Ambrose and we'll get to we'll get to Orton later are just not interesting. They're they're boring. They're 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 lame. They they need a shakeup. For Orton, it's too late. But for Ambrose, he could still do something interesting. He's in need of a heel turn. Mm-hmm. He needs to swing. But yes, uh, I could see that. Yeah. That would actually be really good. That'd be fantastic. Um, yeah, I just thought, and I'm surprised that Baron Corbin didn't win. But you know, you know, it was. It, I think it this. Uh, again, I'm seeing it through a different eye set because I was still excited. I was sitting there <laughs> just gawking at everything and being around everybody, and 
high-fiving people around me and I kept thinking like I don't know if I don't know if I'm ha- like I didn't know if it would be different sitting on you know watching on TV uh, that kind of stuff because it's it's weird like you're you're paying attention to the match but at the same time you're just in awe of everything um, yeah but yeah that was one where I I could tell most of the people around me too weren't in you know they were all talking about who what do you think is gonna happen this that you know that kind of people seem distracted if that makes sense right yeah um. But the next one, holy shit, that was it's it was so much better than I thought it would be. AJ Styles and Shane McMahon. Well, that was the match that actually opened the main show, and it was weird seeing right. that go on first because I, I was I was you know I was on Twitter and and in our and on that group and everything and just watching everybody like mm-hmm. this one first. What what the hell's going on? And then they go out there and it's. I'm sorry. Shane McMahon pulls out the shooting star press. He hasn't done that in like 20 years. Are you fucking kidding me? That was incredible. Oh yeah. Yeah. They sold everything so well. Um, I loved it. That, that, that got it. That got everyone off their, their asses. And you know, it was, it was funny hearing. Cause it was like, there was a group of guys sitting behind me, maybe like eight guys. And you can tell they've been into wrestling their whole life. And they were just really smart about like, they knew everything and they, you know, it was just funny to hear them like, Oh, oh my God, this is way better. Like they were being <laughs> like, you know, smart asses and stuff before it. And, and then about halfway through the match, they're like, I take back everything I said, like, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, and everyone's cheering and, um, it was just, it was fantastic. It was, it was a really good match. Um, I loved it. Um, it was one of my, you know, there was, there was a lot of good matches that night, and I think that was one of the ones that was really good for the SmackDown side. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Oh, yeah. And the next one, or should we take a quick break? Um, well, we so could probably. Yeah, might as well. You know, we'll stretch this to a break because I don't want to split our. Uh... Right. Our... And this was the one where it started to get a little bit dark. So people's entrances started looking really cool. Um, yeah. But when we get back we'll talk about uh chris jericho and kevin owens again you listen to we geek podcast on n.fm we'll see you guys all in a minute welcome back to we geek podcast on the n.fm and uh before we left off we were about to talk about kevin owens and chris jericho um uh man and uh kevin owens music needs to change i don't like that you know it just sounds so generic yeah, yeah. um you know it, it was exciting when to come out people cheered but n- nothing like chris jericho when you see the eight <laughs> seven six five four and it counts down and it goes break the walls to the whole stadium lost it and you see he's got like a he had like a light up um scarf on it was it was, it was yeah uh, like good for him <laughs> and they blew up this big list of jericho next to him which i thought was really cool <laughs> that was one of my favorite things of the night it was just like seeing this i was like holy shit that's fantastic oh yeah oh yeah yeah um and it was an okay match you know i i don't know it, it, you know I, I thought it'd be bigger i thought this match would be much bigger maybe go on later because of the build-up that it had all year yeah um the one moment that's out to me was the the, the finger the tip of the finger <laughs> on... oh that was such a brilliant moment yes yeah oh yeah it, it was fantastic the little comedy bits that those two guys throw in are fantastic 
I thought the ending was a little weak because it was just the power bomb on the on the side, and it was it didn't seem like I don't know. It just didn't seem it seemed anticlimactic, at least in the stands. That's what it seemed like. Mm. And I remember everyone around me was just like, "Oh, that's it. Okay, all right. Well, I thought other things would happen, but that's okay. Um, I think we. I mean, I mean, we all. I guess I thought that would be the outcome because I read that he was leaving to go on tour, but I guess he's not doing that for like a month. Yeah, I think he's still around for another. He's still around through payback, but he'll lose there, and and then he'll go on tour. Oh, okay, okay. So he could have actually won that match and then just lost it in a month so um but yeah no i mean uh, at least now you know uh kevin owens still has the top title on raw because the other one's never gonna be there <laughs> he's not man brock is not scheduled about to be back for a month that's ridiculous that's insane uh, that is too man and people seem to like him now like him more than they used to i i think you know we'll get to the end of mania but what happened at the the end of mania i think took a lot of the heat off of brock there's not that much hate for brock anymore <laughs> when you when someone else is way more deserving i guess uh-huh. um but yeah i thought it was an okay match um you know it, it, it just to me maybe it was a little bit shorter and it was anticlimactic um but the next one was really fun to watch um, um the entrances were just on point um bailey charlotte uh, uh, Sasha and Jax, Nia Jax. What did you think of this one? I loved it. I I loved. They channeled a little bit of the of the the tag team match from from NXT the night before, in in the whole we oh, all boy. have to team up to take out the the monster. Yeah, and that, that yeah yeah I, I loved that. Yeah, that played so well. Uh, and it and it was a way to you know I obviously you wanted those three to be the last three, but how do you do that without making Nia Jax look weak? So you just have this, this massive triple power bomb after all that. Like that was cool. That was a great moment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I like Charlotte Flair trying to give him a high five and stuff. <laughs> like it was just, it was perfect. I, I love the way they did it. Yeah. Um, the only thing I think they could have done differently. And this is, I guess what most people think too is Bailey should have won the championship here. Yes. Um, I think it would have had more of an impact. People were up in their seats cheering and everything for Bailey. Uh, I loved her her intro and stuff, but I think it would have been way bigger of an impact of her getting the win here and winning in Orlando. Um, I, I thought, you know, she's been in Orlando for however many years now. It's been years um, being in NXT and whatnot. That would have been really cool. Um I loved her Macho Man outfit and how she ended with the elbow. You can tell in a lot of stuff she does. I guess this is maybe this is wide known, but she totally takes a lot of the stuff from the Macho Man. Oh her yeah, whole, whole outfit, the elbow drop. Um, you know, I, I feel like a dum dum for being late on, on that, <laughs> but I just realized it. I was like, yeah, a lot of the stuff she does is Macho Man, which is really cool. That's awesome. Um, so I thought that was cool. Yeah, um, even the the cape. I loved. It took me a minute to see. Like, oh, it's you know, it's a big cape. It's big WrestleMania moment. And everything, and I was like, oh no, wait a minute. She's like, that's that's directly referencing the 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 match from from uh, Savage and Steamboat from from WrestleMania three. Yeah, like that's. I it took oh, yeah. me a minute to put that together, but then I was like, oh yeah, duh, of course. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and Flair with the fireworks. It was cool. <laughs> they all had a lot of cool entrances. Um. Um, but, but the next one was 
probably the loudest I think the stadium got all night. Yeah, what what was that like? Hearing it on the network was huge, but what was that pop like live? Well, he, let me let me let me set it up. Okay, so uh, you know uh, that day, or maybe or, I'm sorry, a day or two earlier, I read online quote from um, uh, Jeff Hardy saying we you know and it, it was almost like a, it was it was real and it was a very serious kind of like you know we're gonna stay with um roh you know we're we're gonna see what we can do we want to there's a lot of people we still want to we want to fight blah, blah 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 we haven't made any sort of deal with uh, wwe yet um but you know maybe look for, for us later in the year um uh and just it, it was very like a serious total total sway um, and I thought, well, okay, so it's official. They're not doing that. They had a live event right before WrestleMania in downtown Orlando, like a meet and greet. Um, and they did like a wrestling match literally until 6 PM. <laughs> so, you know, I guess a lot of people were like, well, you know, it closes 6 PM. Maybe they're going to come. I just thought for whatever reason, in the back of my head, I thought, no, that, that they're really, it, it's not them. And when new day came out, I thought, okay, new day is going to interest themselves in the match. And it was just total swerve. And and when the Hardy's Boy music hit, that place erupted. Like everybody was out of their seats, jumping and cheering, um, clapping and hollering. And and I've never been around that many people, you know, yelling to the top of their lungs. Um, I've been into like edc and tomorrow world and maybe that's the closest it's gotten but there's always music playing and stuff like that and you know it was just it was surreal um and you know the pyro and everything else going off and the energy just never stopped you know when when they got in the ring and what they were doing i don't think anyone sat down yeah um it 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 all seems like a blur during that match (laughs) um until you know you, you gotta see Enzo climb it and Cass kind of lift him up a little bit um and of course you know Jeff getting on that tall ass ladder anyone in the stadium you could be in the nosebleeds and you saw that man climb that ladder and it just looked insane um and him jump off of it and it was just it never like that was the moment where everyone was on their was on their feet not just for that match but it seemed like a few other ones um that's when the energy just just uh, that that was definitely by, by far the biggest pop of the whole night um everyone lost their shit even the people behind me were like i didn't think they were gonna do it but they did it they're back like no one believed it <laughs> um you know you know hats off to the wwe for for listening and especially when um he started doing the delete thing because we couldn't tell if he was in character or not we couldn't tell if he was broken yeah um because of course we can't hear anything um or you know we can't we can't you know we just see him doing his delete thing or whatever um and maybe maybe he said it but there was just so many people yelling um (laughs) but once he started doing it everyone thought okay well you know he's in character um and you know his face lights up and all that other stuff and it was like wow is crazy um and yeah just jeff jumping off that and then then when winning the titles it was it was really surreal 
it was fun to watch. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I scared my girlfriend a little bit because when the new day came out and they were like, "There's a fourth team," and I, I was on, I was on the floor, like I'm on my knees in front of the TV, like, "Don't you tease me like this? Do not do this." Don't tell me this because I was like, it has to be the Hardys. And then, you know, there's Kofi like taking off his jacket and everything and getting ready yeah. to rumble. And I'm like, no, come on, don't do this. And then that that attitude era music hit. And I went I I could have I could have jumped to the moon, man. I was I, yeah, yeah. Oh, my my favorite. I mean, Jeff Hardy, hands down, has been my favorite wrestler ever. I mean, there's, you know, I, I have, you know, nothing but respect for so many others and, but, but nobody, nobody has, 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 has excited me as much as, as Jeff Hardy did. And, and so to see the Hardys back in WWE, I, you know, I was, I, yes, that was, that to me was, was the moment of the night from their entrance to them winning the titles. Like that was for everything else that was cool that happened at Mania. That was it for me. Oh yeah, it was it was a shot in the arm that whole thing. Like just the stunts they were doing, and let's be honest, that's what most of this is. It's stunts, mm-hmm. and to see them at their age jumping and just going, it, it's like you said, straight up attitude error. Like if if it would have been just those three, um, those three teams in the match. Uh, you know, I thought End Zone Cast had it. I thought this was going to be their big moment, but once the Hardy Boys came out. I thought, okay, now it's anyone's. It's gonna. I thought it's got to be either the Hardys or Big and Cat. Yes. Um, and you know, they just they stole the show. They absolutely stole it. And you know, people were still cheering like the whole way through. <laughs> they were losing their minds. I'm glad it came off on the television because I couldn't tell. I didn't know if if you know if if people could tell or not. But oh my god, it was insane. Yeah, the um, second the second their music hit, like that pop, like it. You know, you get the big cheers yeah. and everything, but that, I mean, it was, you could, you could feel like, holy shit, this crowd has, has just gone bananas. Yeah. If there's, you know, I'm sure the WWE Network is going to do like a top 10 moments from WWE's or, or that's got to be one of them oh, yeah. uh, for comebacks. Oh yeah. Yeah. And real fast, like I didn't even talk about New Day, like their whole final fantasy. When I saw them come out <laughs> and I saw the big side panel. And I was like, is that a chocobo? <laughs> and whatever that little white thing with the ball nose, I was like, that's Final Fantasy. And it didn't hit me until they showed like a, a commercial for the new Final Fantasy online expansion or something. I was like, oh my God. Holy shit. They just totally came out and cosplay. Like, I hope they do that every year. Some nerd, you know, I hope next year it's Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, or, you know, something. Well, because um, remember last year they had the Saiyan armor. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that that and that's that. Well, was that last mm-hmm. year or the year before? No, it's last year. That was last year. Okay, because that was one of you know what I think that's around right. That's right around the time where I really started getting into it. A year before I watched Mania, and I was on and off throughout the year, and then that's when I really started watching when they came out of that cereal box with yeah. the with the Saiyan outfits, and you don't even have to be a wrestling fan; just be into Dragon Ball Z and be like, oh my god, that's got my attention who the fuck are these guys um it's so smart what they're doing with new day man it, it, and like i said when they came out to the ring and you know they made their jokes and beat <laughs> pulled the levers and biggie just looks at 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 woods it was it, everyone in the stands just lost it and it, it was perfect but they, they they did such a good job too i thought um yeah there was a great that played that bait switch yeah that played so well on the network 
with Big E doing the whole, and we and now we will pull our levers and save your because it just held on Woods. Like they cut to they cut to the single that was just Woods like staring sideways at Big mad. E. Yeah, so, E and just staring at him, and that played it. They played yeah. it so well; it was great. Oh yeah, and we we saw all all that on the big screen. So I saw the you know Biggie's eyes just look over, like look over <laughs> back and forth, forth, back and forth. It's just it, everyone lost their minds. It was it was funny, but, but man, yeah, the, what they that big swerve with with uh, with Hardy Boys by far are probably my favorite moments the whole night. Yeah. Um, the next match was way better than I thought it would be like you know i I don't know if it played off like that on television but when the miz came out especially people lost their minds Uh, and he you know um he would stand up on the turnbuckle and i would look down and see everyone in the crowd on that side jump up in the stands while he's screaming at them and he would go back and forth now i didn't see this match on the network i skipped a few of them um did it play off well it, it played yeah it played really well on the network yeah you did see like the miz go to one side and and fire up the crowd and it was it was great yeah. and that that made the rest of the match so disappointing because the actual match kind of sucked oh yes yeah. i couldn't tell i i I, eh. I thought i thought it was good from the stands um but yeah just seeing the miz get every like Shit, like people like the Miz is to you know since I've been watching this is because I, I when I started watching he was doing the Miz and then they had um what's his face like his like a uh, Sandow Damian Sandow yeah Sandow and that was funny but then he kind of didn't do anything after that until now um with you know with with the whole SmackDown and stuff um talking smack that was really when he just spiked back up but seeing how the crowd reacted then was really cool. And then of course with the proposal at the end, um, which surprisingly a lot of people in the stands were, I think respectful for it. I couldn't tell. I didn't watch the network at this moment where were people boot. Like, could you hear people booing and stuff? Cause it seemed like people were, were you know, clapping and, you know, it, it, screaming it was, and whatnot. Yeah, like they they kind of laid out. Like you could tell if this was like a real a real smarky kind of crowd, they would have they would have pissed all over it just just because. But I they they were mm. it was respectful. Like it wasn't it wasn't something like oh we hate love. I can't believe we did it. No, it was it was nice. It played it played all right. And what was really cool, and you know, I, I said this in the group that we're in. Um, um, one of my favorite things about the night was this little boy that was sitting next to me and he was cool the whole night. He was giving everyone around us high fives. He was dressed head to toe. Cena, you know, we were telling his dad like props for dad of the year there. Um, it really changed the way I looked at everything. I was cheering for Cena the whole time because he was, you know, uh, you know, he would, he would say little things like you guys better not boost Cena or something like that. <laughs> um, and you know, it, it, it really made me like, okay, I get it. Like being in the stands, sitting next to a kid, you don't want to, you know, it, it's like telling a kid about Santa Claus or something. Like you don't want to ruin it for them. Right. And so e- even the kids behind us who you could tell do not like Cena, do not like Roman, do not like any of that, they, they were cheering for Cena for him. And they were giving him a high five. And when he, you know, and, you know, when he saw the proposals, I was like, you're going to tell all your buddies at school. He goes, I can't wait. Like his face, <laughs> just seeing his face long up when his favorite wrestlers came out especially cena was just just so cool to see and his dad was eating it up too you know it was it was just such a cool thing to see and that's what it's all about right like 
yeah you know that's the, the kid so it he loved that moment. He was like, Oh my God, they're getting married. You know, I, he didn't know, like the kid didn't know, you know, um, until all that went down and he got on his knee and stuff like that. And he just lost his mind. And I thought it was such a cool moment. It really was nice. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, and I, to, to skip forward for a second, I like how the Miz used it, you know, as like, look how <laughs> fake they are. <laughs> um, but it, it was, it was really cool. It was really cool to see. Um, uh, we're probably coming up against a break, aren't we? Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get more into some WrestleMania. Again, you're listening to the We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. Uh, uh, when we left off, we were talking about John Cena getting married. Um, so that was cool. I liked the, you know. I liked how he built that up. I liked how he was like, you know, when you get when you went into the the, the OR, you were completely, you know, just on drugs, and you know, I, I told you something, and now I was going to tell you. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was a cool moment. Um, it wasn't just like he got on one knee and asked for Mary, or there was a cool little story with it. Um, uh, the next match. Uh, um, what did you think of Seth Rollins versus Triple H? I that match was good. It it was handled well. It it was choreographed well. Um, the the table spot was great. I loved it. It was it was a nice bit of it's about time, you know, that that needed to happen. Um, And it's great that they're allowing that to happen at WrestleMania because Steph gets a year of heat and then something happens. You know, last year she got speared. This year she goes through a table like I, you know, cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Triple H's entrance was um, and you see it on the network. The the delay, how long they held on everybody before they actually made their entrance was a little jarring. And I don't know how they would fix that or or, or what all needed to be done. But it, that it, his entrance in particular was like, OK, this <laughs> this is a little silly, even by Triple H WrestleMania entrance standards. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when I went pee. There was enough time between, <laughs> you know, Cena proposing and that to where I came up. I walked up to the stands and I saw the uh, the cops going down and I saw the Mortal Kombat spinning Triple H look like a buff <laughs> bronze god up in the, you know, up in the yeah. uh, digital signs or whatever. And that's what made me think, like, wouldn't it be so cool if they did like a Mortal Kombat style game? with these wrestlers not like the not like the ipad game or whatever but i mean like an actual you know how they do the injustice if one year they're like hey we've done mortal kombat we've done injustice let's do wwe same kind of style can't really kill them but you know oh man that would be so cool undertaker kane like they're so over the top but that's what i that's what that's what the triple h thing looked like um just spinning but um yeah he came out you know and did his whole spit thing and um, the little kid next to me was like, that's my mom's favorite, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, triple, triple H. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was cool. Um, but I thought it was a really good match. They kept, you know, you can even tell being in the stands and just watching the, the big, uh, Tron thing that, um, that he, they, they really told a great story with his knee and how yeah. injured it was and yeah. kept, kept lying on hitting that. And the guys behind me were like, Oh my God, Triple H! I guess he loses every other year or something like that. And they're like, he broke the streak. He he lost two years in a row, 
opponents. You know, maybe next year he'll lose a Dean. You know, um, that's what they said. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he's lost to the other two members of the Shield now, so it makes sense. Exactly, and I'm glad Seth won because it seemed they, you know, they just kept screwing him over. So I'm glad he's won, and yeah. you know, his whole thing with he had the big, uh, the big torch, and I didn't see it go down the ramp. I just saw the ring light up with it. Um, yeah. And I thought that was cool. Um, he looked like a Power Ranger. You know, he was just shiny <laughs> gold walking down. But, yeah, I liked it at the end with uh, with Stephanie going through the table. That was perfect. Um, yeah, it was a great match. Um, uh, the next one was weird. I was kind of bored with it. The Randy Orton Bray Wyatt. Yeah. That's... Yeah. And this is where, you know, I have a little... This is where I'd run to the bathroom again, (laughs) and uh, but I got back in in, in more than enough time to see Bray Wyatt's entrance, Um, and and, uh, man, that was cool in the stands with all the all those lights, and and his lantern walking down the room. It was that was crazy. That Uh, was yeah, I'll bet that was a moment seeing seeing seventy plus k all holding up their phone flashlights. I'll bet that yeah, I bet that was something. Yeah, it was poetry. It was you, 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 you can't. It's 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 hard to explain that. Yeah, it's it was really surreal. I took a video of it. Um, I'll put it up on on the Facebook page. But it, it looked really cool. Um, and the thing that surprised me the most was when all of a sudden the ring turned into worms and shit. And I was like, everyone was like, "What the fuck are we seeing? What what is this?" And you see Randy Orton freaked out running out of the ring that was you know when it did it three t- I think two or three times that was weird that was cool and weird um uh but other than that i don't like how randy orton won you know i i think what happened after summer slam is i think vince mcmahon sat down to both of them and was like hey guys i'm giving you both the belts um for what you just did especially you randy you just opened your head open um we're going to give you the belt. I think that must have happened because I hate how Wyatt lost it. Like, I don't like how I don't like how that was booked at all. No, it was that. And and here's here's where where I have my problems. Everything that people chant at John Cena, they should be chanting at Randy Orton because Randy Orton is is the one who goes out into the ring and puts on the same boring match with the same move set. And doesn't do anything interesting. John Cena, you give him a microphone, and he's going to have charisma. Randy Orton, since he stopped being actually evil a handful of years ago, has has just been bland. He's boring, he's uninspiring, and I don't... Like, I just... I, I want him to pick something. That's why when he decided to be a member of the Wyatt family, I was like, oh, at least that's a thing. And then it's like, oh, well, of course he turned on him. And now we have this match. And Bray Wyatt has supernatural powers like he said he did. Hey, that's fun with the gimmick. That works. I like this. Yeah, it's silly. It's over the top. But it was it was appropriate. But in the end, it meant nothing. Maybe he'll join New Day or something. <laughs> that Tell me that would not be a fun <laughs> Thing to see a goofy, complete off the wall goofball, Randy Orton with New Day with ice cream and stuff. That would be such a different change, you know. I um, yeah, yeah. You know him or you know Dean or something like that. I think that would be such a drastic change for those two that people would get behind them. Um, and you know, like we were talking about earlier with Kurt, like you 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 gotta you gotta take chances with stuff like that. And you're right. I mean, 
uh, he just Randy Orton just comes off like okay, he's a guy with a bunch of tattoos. The, the one thing he has is the RKO that you know RKO out of nowhere. That's about the exciting his matches get because everyone's waiting for him to just pop it in somewhere. Yeah. Um, and uh, what was it, a few WrestleMania goes when he, he did it to Seth. That was really cool, but you know it there's there's not much to it. And yeah, I I I didn't you know I this just wasn't exciting except for when Bray did his mind trick thingies that was really cool that was so i've never seen that before yeah i don't know if they've done that in another match but um it seemed really different uh but yeah um the next match surprised the hell out of me i loved it um you know i you know for, for everyone talking about how it's the undertaker's last match you know it really hit me that day this might be goldberg's last match too um and uh i like that you know it was a lot out of the same moves, of course, but they told a really good story. Yeah, that that was exactly how that match needed to be booked. It was, it was exactly what it needed to be. It was perfect. Um, and yeah, showing, it's, it's almost a shame that Goldberg is now. You know, you know, he seemed like he's been in interviews and stuff where he's he's been miserable, but it seems like he just got his, like his mojo back. Um, yeah. And sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, it's all right. But it was just, you know, yeah, these are two guys with limited move sets, but it the way they worked it was was exactly what they needed to do. You know, the the three suplexes and then the spear and then another spear. He just stood right up and did the spear. It was perfect. Yeah. That's that's exactly what it needed to be. And then through the barricade and then and then back in the ring and then just, the way it all broke down and Brock, god damn, I forgot that Brock was athletic. Like he, I mean, he went over him for that, and and that he jumped right over him. Yeah, it, it was crazy. And you're like, oh and, yeah, remember when Brock was amazing like that? And it was uh, loud too. All those people in the stands, and you—that was the loudest thing. Especially when they went through the barricade and when they were slamming each other, it was thunderous. I don't know if they were doing it with a microphone or if it was. Just just natural but it was so loud like when they were hit when they were hitting the mats it was it it was it was such a good match i i was i was glued the entire time um i think we all kind of knew the outcome just because you know it had to happen um goldberg you know maybe he'll come back and do another run on something or or, or be involved in some way who knows but if that was his last match i think he went out um definitely you know, you know uh, making up for the the last time they were together uh, <laughs> in, in the mania. I mean, that was the, that's kind of what the whole point of it was. Like, okay, we can do this better. Yeah, and they did. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was good. Um, I don't like that Brock Lesnar has a championship. I think he's a boring champ that's barely there, and that sucks. You know, I would rather see someone like Kevin Owens who goes out everywhere he goes and and puts it on the puts it on the line. Um, that sucks. You know, I, I hope that with like Nakamura and all these other people coming up that they do switch it around. I know we got rumor that it's going to be what it's going to be Brock and Roman next year. I hope that Brock doesn't hold it the whole year. Uh, you know, if, if he has it by the end of, I don't even think they need the belt for that match. Right. I no no I don't. And Just I brag. Exactly. It, it, it should have been what, what Goldberg Lesnar, I thought was supposed to be was just these guys are just going to fight each other just because one has to be better. Like they didn't need the title. The title right. To put in the title in that was all it did was devalue the title because it was thrown in as an afterthought. No, for their 
when they decide to finally do Brock and Roman one on one again, it it does. There should be no title. It should just be those two seeing who's whether it's the Beast or or the guy who got booed for twelve and a half straight minutes on Raw. Right, right. right. I, I mean, think about it. Think about it. If if it would have been if Jericho never got the belt, that's the and it would have been. Think about this. If 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 Kevin Owens still had. Um, the universal title and Jericho did not have the United States champion title. You could have had Jericho win, get the universal championship, you know, have him get the, have him get the USA and lose it to Sammy before mania and then have him get the universal championship at WrestleMania from Kevin Owens. How big of a pop would that be? And have, that would be like the last belt Jericho needs before he can retire. Yeah. And then, you know, he can lose it in a month when he goes on tour and, Brock and, and Goldberg would have still had such a cool match without it. That's how that, that should have been booked. Yeah. Because Jericho winning the Universal Championship at Mania, people would have lost their minds. It would have been it would have been such an, a great ending to their rivalry. And then, you know, have them lose it to someone in a month from now. Uh, Nakamura or, you know, who knows, uh, AJ or something, um, once they shake everything up. That would have been such a cool way to do that, but... Yeah, Vince McMahon. So oh, anyway, <laughs> um, the 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 next match, uh, um, uh, Naomi Bliss Carmella um, with James Ellsworth. How about that, James Ellsworth, second to last match at Mania. God, um, James... he goes on after Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh, James Ellsworth had a WrestleMania moment, man. Just I, ah. <laughs> he did. Mickey James, Natalia, and Becky Lynch. Um, I thought this was a cool match. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know how it came off on TV. Oh, I do actually watch this one. One of my favorite moments watching on TV is when Alexa Bliss gets out of the ring and she just goes, no, 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 <laughs> When someone was chasing her. Yeah. I forgot who it was. She was just like, no, 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 no. Like, she's she's funny to listen to in a match. She reminds me sort of like Kevin Owens because she's very vocal. A little bit. And she's, she's got the timing down. Perfect. Yeah. No, it's um, – this, this match – you know, for being moved off the pre-show to the main show, uh, it kind of got stuck in in the the least enviable position of being of being the bridge between the title matches and the Undertaker match. Like there had to be a match there, and unfortunately, they were it. But what they had and what they no, did, I like it. I, yeah, it it was it was good. Their match was good. It was just not in you know when you look at the card and you're like, and you guys go on between Lesnar and Goldberg. And Reigns Undertaker. You look at that and you just go, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. But in, in a way, I don't. maybe it was just because it, it, it felt re- – I like how it felt really important. It felt like this is the, the women's championship match and it's going on right before the last match. True. And, you know, uh, you're right. The, the flow of it, all that stuff after Brock, people were kind of worn out. Um, but people seemed to love it. Everyone got excited in the stands. Um, and it, it was really cool to see Naomi. I knew Na- I knew that match was going to go on after dark because, you know, her EDM just, I knew that would be way better of an entrance during nighttime than the daytime. Yeah. Um, I knew it was going to come on at night since they moved it, but yeah, I did not know it was going to be on w- what the people behind me were afraid of. They were like, like, don't tell me they pushed them off the card Yeah. because that would have been a disaster, it, you know, especially with, with the, Whatever the fuck the concert was, we didn't even talk about that because it was so stupid. I, that's when everyone went pee. That's, 
That's when the line was around the freaking corner for the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but surprisingly, super easy to get a drink. You know, they come by you in the stands or when we – I just went back – I went down and there were two people in line to, you know, get a beer or hot dog or whatever. And it was – the concessions were so easy. Like I was afraid that if I was going to get something to eat or drink, I would be missing a match or two, but nope, not at all. It was, nice. I was, I was out of my seat and back in my seat within 10 minutes. So it was perfect. Cool. Um, and that's, yeah, it's, um, it's something interesting to think about this year. The last title match at this, at this year's WrestleMania was the SmackDown women's title. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. You know, yeah. it, it, I don't know, you know, I, I'm sure they could have put Brock and Goldberg there, which I thought they were going to do. Um, and, and put them maybe between the Triple H and Wyatt or right after the the the, the Bray Wyatt match. But, you know, it, yeah, it's, re- it's really odd that that happened. But I thought it was cool. Naomi won in her hometown. I thought that was such a cool moment for her. Uh, and people loved her. Like, they, they went nuts, um, especially when she won. Yeah, Naomi has been underrated forever. She she was when when she debuted as part of the Funkadactyls, who were Brodus Clay's backup dancers years ago. She showed promise then, and has always just never gotten the never gotten the opportunity to really show what she can do. And now she's finally she's finally got a place, and and she's she's in the spotlight, and and she's she showed that she she can own it, and she she deserves to be SmackDown Women's Champ. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was a ton of fun to watch, and uh, yeah, man, I I really liked it. And then, the, and then the guys, like I said, the guys behind me was like James Ellsworth. <laughs> what what is this <laughs> is crazy? He's 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 in the last match, um, you know, b- b- before the before the big one. Um, and I think this is right when the kid next to me and his dad went. I think they're trying to miss all the traffic. Yeah. You know? Oh, they, I thought they were going to the bathroom, but they never came back. So I had a few seats next to me, so I kind of sat there so I could, because the seats are so you know I'm a big dude, so the seats are so tiny even for uh, regular people. So it was nice to breathe a little bit. Um, but oh, we're running against a break. When we get back, we will talk about the final match, Undertaker's last match. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we are on the last match of Mania, man. Um, uh, Roman Reigns was booed before he even came out. <laughs> yeah, there's um, a, a shot. God, that was so loud. Um, thankfully, the kid next to me was gone at that time, so I didn't really feel bad at all. Um, <laughs> you know, um, and dude, you could see the look on his face on the big. They had like giant screens everywhere. Um, you can see the look on his face. He, you could tell he wasn't even happy to be there. Um, I, did it come off like that in the? Oh yeah. On the TV, you could tell oh, yeah. he was like, well, what? why am I, you know, I'm sure everyone is envious of him in, in, in the WWE, but man, he was just, all right, let's get this over with. Um, and, oh, oh, I forgot. They played the freaking when JR came out, yeah. they played his, uh, the, that was so cool, man. Everyone was on their feet, just cheering for him. I was, you know, that was the one thing I was like, okay, when I get home. I, I gotta I gotta listen to him and see what his uh what his commentary was like and 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 you know he's he's gone through so much if you don't know his uh his wife has, has recently passed away I even think he lost his cat too this week so you know um I listened to his 
podcast and he talked about he's like i don't know if i'm doing the right thing you know should i should i stay at home and you know go through this alone or should i go to mania and try and be around people and you know she he kept talking about how that was her favorite weekend and stuff and she loved wrestlemania weekend and you know he, he thought am i doing the right thing to to go around and be around people to, that love me and support me and stuff and you know am i making the right call and you know i, I hope he did i hope he found some joy you know where you it's it seems there's not you know i can't even imagine what's going through his head yeah. um and apparently you know it, it was you know apparently he did and he signed a contract uh for two years limited role i imagine he will be at the big shows this year the the big ones um i think his next one he's going to be in chicago um you'll probably know which ones he'll be at when he when he says hey i'll be in the city to to do one of my q a's thing um but I imagine he'll be at the big four shows this year and be doing the commentary for them. So that's going to be such a such a, a treat to hear him again, um, especially like, you know, if they do some more Hell in a Cell matches and stuff like that. Just how, how animated he gets. I, I want um, I want him and King back on commentary for the Royal Rumble next year. That's yes. Give me that. Just just that. Like, don't bring King back full time because King has not his commentary skills have not aged tremendously well. But if you stuck the two of them together again with Corey Graves at the Royal Rumble, that's it. You're done. Game over. Yeah, take JB out of it. Oh, I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you. Oh, you're going to be so happy I did this. He 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 comes by in a golf cart while we're walking out of the stadium. And he's right in front of us. And I looked him right in the face. He didn't look at me. But I go, stop being a bully. And then he just <laughs> drove off. <laughs> I know he heard me. I know for a fact he heard me because I was right in front of him. I didn't, didn't say it mean or anything like that. I just go, stop being a bully. <laughs> you know, like, like if someone was at a distance, I'm like, stop being a bully. <laughs> just, you know, whoever was driving his car away, drove off. I heard that man's a bully. I don't, he's like, a, I don't like that. He's a prick. Um, Fuck JBL. And he has been forever. Um, according to yeah, apparently every. The, the, yeah. the, the new guy is like, he's, he, you know, uh, What's his name? Uh, Mauro, Mauro Ranallo. Yeah, he's yeah. He's got he's he's suffering from from depression and he's mm-hmm. he's had to take some time off to deal with it and JBL has basically been exactly the kind of macho worthless asshole by all accounts that you would that you would unfortunately expect. Um and this is not I hate that. Yeah, that yeah. that's it's it's not the yeah. first time that this has happened. It's not. It. I mean, this is just a pattern of of his behavior. But for stories going back for a long time, this isn't just a, a recent thing. People coming forward. It's it's been like this for a while, and especially from from a company that prides itself on its be a star anti bullying campaign. To have somebody like JBL every week for two hours sitting there on commentary in front of people, and just you know, just just fuck him. Yeah, yeah, that that pissed me off. So I was surprised, you know, I didn't know who he was doing the commentary with. I just know Jr. came out and he came out to his his football team, which was fantastic. I, I was surprised. I was like, wait a second, it sounds like football music, <laughs> and it totally was. Um, but man, that was that was cool. That was cool that he came out. I'm surprised um, it wasn't because the, they announced King for one of the other ones too. Um, uh, but I'm surprised it wasn't both King and Jr. for the last one. But yeah, man. Uh, um, Roman Reigns got booed before he even came out. His music played. Everyone hated it. 
They chanted, you suck, a whole bunch of things. Um, oh, that was the other thing. We totally skipped when Kurt Angle came out and everyone <laughs> in the stands goes, you suck. Oh, that was fantastic. God, oh, that, oh, my God. Uh, I would love to have been there just for that, just to hear that entire crowd, that you stadium suck. full of people. Uh, God, that must have been amazing. And you could tell he got it too. He, he I think he embraces it he you know he knows that's his chant and everyone clapped at the end of it you know yeah oh he um, has just he has, it's respect yeah he has for a while like he's he's known he he warmed up to that a long time ago oh yeah yeah okay see i, I didn't know i didn't watch when when he was going towards his end so i, I didn't know if yeah but you could tell he had a big smile on his face face and just uh, the whole stadium cheering for him that would that was worth it just being in a stadium hearing that music I've never heard. This is my first real. I've only been to NXT, so this was my first real wrestling show, and you know, I I feel like I was spoiled because <laughs> that you know, you know, who knows what you know if some of these people are going to be there again. I guess Kurt Angle will because he's doing the GM stuff, but that was really cool. Yeah. Um. But anyway, the 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 Roman the Roman stuff, the Roman Undertaker. So Roman came out. Everyone booed him like they were going to, and then everyone knew it was you know Undertaker's time. And I, Everyone just cheering, thank you, Taker, and 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 when the dong hit and, and everything got purple and all the smoke and we kept thinking, where is he going to come from? And then he just rises from the um, from the stage and everything was slow and methodical and you could see him up on the big cameras um, and uh, uh, it was a really surreal moment. It, it it's I don't know. He reminds me of like a mortal Kombat character yeah and they just set that mood that like no it's just hard to explain it just it, it it's just so weird with that 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 undertaker music and the purple and the the fog on the night and everything and um, oh before they, their match they did a huge um fireworks thing kind of like the you know thank you for the record attendance and then they did all the fireworks i forgot to say that um just so this could be like the last, you know, thing. So, so he came comes down to the ring, and what did you think of the match? It was a good match. I mean, you know, for putting putting everything else aside and just looking at here are these two, you know, putting the personalities aside. Here's here's big dude and big dude, and they have to have a match. And it got changed to no holds barred, which I which I don't think anybody had heard about beforehand. Uh, which Mm-mm. which tweaked, you know, I mean, they brought a chair in the ring. That was it. But the spots they did were great. the The ring work was good. There was the one, there was the the botched uh, tombstone reversal, which, you know, we have to we got to be honest about something is because it, it, Taker is not in in good shape anymore. And I mean, I don't mean he's, I, I it I don't mean that he's like he wasn't at the gym. I mean like he's he's his his body just can't do some of these things anymore. And, and it. I, you know, I thought it played well with the story they were telling. Like, he, you know, he, he, especially towards the end when, you know, he gets up and he can't get all the way up and he leans over. Yeah. You know, botching some things. It goes right along with that. Um, I think it was I think it was more there was more action than I thought there was going to be because the way Undertaker looked at at the Royal Rumble rumble it didn't look good. And, you know, he's been beat up and bruised and I didn't know how long he was going to last in this match match what they were going to be able to do but i thought they put on a good show they um you know it was you know and then he just kept hitting him with spear after spear after spear after spear and he just wouldn't he would kept getting back up take her choke slam after choke slam after choke slam and 
you know, they just, they kept doing, you know, they went through the table and everything else. And it, it was, it was fun to watch. Um, and I think it was bittersweet the whole time I was watching it, you know, it just ran through the back of your head the whole time. This is his last match. This is it. Um, he, neither one of us wanted this to be, you know, the, no, I don't think either one of us wanted Roman to be the one that retires him. No. Um, I think it would have been, been much better Cena or, I mean, hell, I would have even had Braun, someone that could have really used the boost. Um, uh, but it just did not feel right with with Roman. It, it, you know, I think it's the, I mean, you know this better than I did. It's the, it's it's the fact that he's being pushed on us as the guy instead of naturally becoming the guy, kind of like Daniel Bryan was. Yeah. Right. Um. The the. You know, it seems that, that there's so many other people that are naturally becoming the guy that, for example, the Miz, the Miz is naturally becoming the guy. AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, even Jericho right now is so over. Um, and, you know, all of these people are doing fantastic stuff. Roman's doing good, but he doesn't seem on the same level as him. He seems like he's there because, you know, he got in by the back door or something. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, puts on great work, but it, it just, it didn't feel right. Um, but, um, you know, it was, it, it is what it is. We all knew it was going to be his last match. We all knew Undertaker was going to lose cause that, that's just the rules. And, um, you know, it put him it put him in a, a, uh, a small group of people. Um, just him and Brock. Now there's, it's a small group of people that did what he did and, you know, he got nuclear heat because of it. People booed him out of the building. Um, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if they played it on the, the network. I watched it, but I, I forgot, but he was booed right out. There's nobody that was on their feet, not booing at him. Um, uh, and one thing they didn't show on television that they showed at the stadium was once he did the one, two, three, a bunch of people in the front row flicked off the camera when I went back and watched it on the network. They completely went to a different camera. Well, sure. <laughs> yeah, because that whole fir first crowd just flicked off the camera. Like, fuck you. That's not what we wanted. But, um, but yeah, he got the one, two, three. Uh, one of the cool things in the match, and I could even tell on the big screen, was when he goes, um, when Undertaker, he said something like, you don't have the balls or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, or you get like, this is my yard. This is, you know, that back and forth was pretty cool um and then that was it yeah he, he lost and Roman immediately got out of there and put his hands in the air and they did a bunch of fireworks um and then it was like 15 minutes of the Undertaker getting up everyone clapping and cheering and uh him taking off the gloves and the coat and the hat and everyone just cheering and just you know thank you Taker and he walked slowly up he walked around i think he kissed his wife and stuff walked um to the ramp and then just put his hand in the air and then everybody in the stands lifted their hand in the air with him which was really cool everyone was like everyone was cheering but at the same time there was a somber yeah people were a little bit quiet when he put his hand in the air um you know because they had like all the fake lightning going around in the in the smoke and it just felt so surreal it felt like you were in a freaking video game or something the, the the production of this was insane um and then he just disappeared in the ramp and and there was so much fog you couldn't see but you just saw him 
you could see him you just see him disappear down which i thought was a really cool trick that they did um like he just vanished <laughs> never to be seen again yeah <laughs> you know um but i thought man that and then you know that was it and then the the lights slowly came back on and everyone left and man it i felt beat i felt like i just i been i don't know like day drinking all day it seemed like you know <laughs> what i mean like it just felt like yeah i was done ready to go home but, but it was surreal what'd you think of it i you know the the show as a whole was was fantastic it was it was one of the best wrestlemanias in recent memory no question and yeah. and the way they ended it the way they left you know they could have done any number of things with the undertaker at the end after after roman left but but they gave him the time that that he he more than anybody who will probably ever grace a wwe ring deserved there there right. has never been anybody with the consistency and the loyalty and the the willingness to to stand by the company and by Vince and and for for he he was the old guard personified in all the right ways he wasn't mm -hmm. the old you know drinking partying drugs attitude that that people think of with with old wrestling he was he took you got to remember he took that undertaker character and although he changed it really just one time for something that that was a product of the times he switched to that american badass character you know right. in largely i i have to believe now i don't know this is just nothing but pure speculation it had to be maybe a little bit of fatigue with with the the undertaker character with the dead man persona but also in kind of a a, a response to 911 because there was there was mm -hmm. a handful of that of, of that kind of character shift but but yeah. he's been the Oh yeah, definitely of the time. Yeah, but he's been the undertaker for over 26 years. That's and yeah. and he grabbed that character and you think about that. That character is a product of of the 90s. That was 90s wrestling, the 80s to 90s. Like that was that was kind of a character that was like, "Oh, okay, this is a gimmick and it's a little broad, but it's it you know, it's going to eventually be kind of silly." And he had he had the talent and he had he had the know-how and the wherewithal to find the right ways to tweak it to make sure that it never seemed campy it never seemed silly even in freaking 2017 he comes out in the hat and the coat and the smoke and 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 lifts his hands and the lights come up and he rolls his eyes back as he takes off the hat and it's not mm -hmm. goofy it's not something to laugh at no. it's it no he he is he is probably the greatest institution that the WWE has ever had above Hogan, above rock, above Cena, above Austin for his sheer longevity. And for the fact that if, you know, Oh yeah. Austin had a handful of years. Rock had a handful of years. Hogan had, had, had uh, Hogan had a comparable run. Hogan was there for a long time off and on, but undertaker consistently for 26 and a half years was nope. with that company ups and downs good and bad and and i it it i i i have no shame man i cried at the end of mania just watching that whole thing it was a moment it was an oh. absolute and 
of an era. And the reason, the only reason that they haven't officially declared retirement, I think, is because they want to see what happens after the surgery. But I I genuinely think he's done. And that was the way they played it. Yeah. And, and I think that's what they're anticipating. But damn, do I want to see... I want to see somebody in a couple years have a rematch with Roman and end it with a tombstone. They get hit with a Superman punch, their eyes roll back, they dodge a spear, and they tombstone oh, yeah. him. And it's it's there's a sense of closure there. The Undertaker, the spirit yeah, of they, the they Undertaker. they channel the Undertaker. Exactly. The spirit of the Undertaker will always be in the WWE, that kind of thing. It, it makes for a great story element, but it was, yeah, that was, that was something. Oh yeah, dude! I couldn't agree more. That would be a great way to to, to close off a match. Um, yeah, man. Um, well, uh, we got we're coming up against a break. When we get back, um, we will get into some news since that's about it. Or uh, we still got a little bit raw and SmackDown to talk about. But yeah. again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and uh, we just got done talking about the Undertaker. And man, yeah. Dude, I I can't, I could I couldn't have said it better myself, man. It, it, it's it was surreal, and um, that will be uh, another one of those moments that just people will never forget. You know, it, it was really cool, and uh, one thing it did um, was it gave it gave Roman so much heat going into Raw. Um, it was gonna I was really curious what was gonna happen happen the next day um with everything and and when the show opened up and it was just roman and his music hits and like you said it was like 12 or 17 minutes of just no talking and the whole stadium booing him calling him an asshole saying fuck you roman um that was crazy that was you know i couldn't i couldn't tell is it, was it because it was the mania crowd was it because it was orlando was it all of it like i couldn't was because just the under it, it was it, i've never seen someone so hated in wrestling um it where was, they just can't say anything for 12 minutes yeah it was the absolute perfect storm for that for for that like that was exactly what was going to happen and it the show opened, and I clocked this earlier. I went through the audio just to see. It's it's a little over two minutes for the Undertaker chance, which then transitioned into the, the Undertaker slash Roman sucks chance. His music hits, and he comes out, and he does. He stands in that ring for just about 12 and a half minutes before he finally drops what... Now, how this promo is... This promo will be judged in retrospect. Because what its impact is going to be depends on the character going forward. If he's just back to regular old Roman Reigns, then this promo was garbage. If he's actually a smug, insufferable asshole the way that he desperately needs to be, then then his five-word promo this week, the only thing he said, is going to be the most amazing thing of the year. But it's going to depend on him going forward. Just to stand there and looking at the crowd and even gesture. The one thing that I couldn't get, I had to go back and see, like, what's he pointing at his hand for? He's not pointing at his wrist. He's not looking for the time. Oh, he's saying he's got that crowd in the palm of his hand. And that, right. to me, that was a brilliant, tiny piece of character work of, like, I know what I'm doing. 
Look at this. I am. This is how important I am. I could do whatever the fuck I want right now. That's that's yep. how it read to me. And just it just just a mm-hmm. simple just just what he said. And there was there was just that hint of smugness. And I wanted it to be a little more pronounced. Not not too much. Not over the top. But I I want this to be I want this to be the catalyst of of just the I am I am Roman Reigns. I am the big dog. But but it's not a sort of because all of his promos are middling. Everything is well, you know. I got a lot of respect for you, but your time has passed. Blah 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 blah. blah. No, pick a side. Either do. Right. He, he could have gone the honorable route of look. You know, this is how it is, and and we need to settle this. Or you go the heel route of you're a broken down old man. You're a relic. You're a fossil. You need to get the hell out of my yard. And they didn't do either of that. They they stuck straight middle of the road, and that is why people hate Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. because Roman is yep. is emblematic of all of this this mm-hmm. this spineless kind of ballless directionless booking. And if he, we're not going to know until next week when when he does anything or says anything, if 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 this promo was tremendous, if it was if it was the if it was the beginning of what Roman Reigns ought to be. Or if it was just the next piece of garbage in the continued nothingness that is the Roman Reigns character. Right, and I think that's what was kind of, you know, uh, upsetting about it, was that um, when, when you heard the commentary, when they were like, oh. people are booing when they should be cheering to, like they were trying to turn it that's when i was like okay someone's telling them like let's get this turned around like there's no this ship has sailed it is gone it has left the harbor it is halfway across the world there's no turning the ship around when vince mcmahon came out i loved how they were like uh what did they say fuck you roman roman sucks they chanted roman Roman sucks sucks. at vince mcmahon which i thought god bless this fucking crowd god bless every single one of their precious little hearts for that yep like tell him right to his face and he vince mcmahon couldn't even talk for a little bit Uh like he was like there's something wrong with you guys (laughs) (laughs) um yeah man it was it was crazy you know and yeah that roman stuff just was you know that was just I was talking with some of my friends. I'm like, I've never seen this before like this. And that's when you know it's good. That's when wrestling is at its best is when they surprise you, when you've seen things you just never saw before. And, and yeah, like you said, just this is my yard now and, and drop the mic. And it's going to be interesting seeing moving forward. Hopefully he does just become this asshole and he embraces it and he doesn't have to. I don't think he has to turn into like a crazy evil person or anything like that. He just has to be, he's everything Kevin Owens thinks he is. Yes. Yeah. That's, oh man, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, he doesn't even have to say anything. He just, it's one of those doesn't have to say it, doesn't have to express it. They don't have to do anything like that. He just is what it is. Leave it like that. And, and to get that many people in the stands, all chanting the same thing at the same time, is insane and it did not stop all night you know they just did not like they were chanting roman sucks in random places <laughs> and then you know i, I love when vince comes out I'm, i want more events like i miss that guy he, he he's it's always entertaining when he comes out he, he to me he's always been my favorite heel he's he, this timing is impeccable um he, 
He knows what to say. He doesn't mind embarrassing himself. Uh, I love it when he gets angry, you know, his voice yeah. <laughs> just gets crazy. Um, and I like the way he introduced uh, Kurt Angle. And I just love how everyone chanted Roman sucks. Like, okay, we get it. But, well, loud and clear. If that's, if that's how you really feel. That was what he says were exact words. Oh, that's how you really feel. Like, right, he, right, exactly. Yes, yeah, Vincent is how we really opener. fucking feel. Yeah, like there's no going back at this point. It's, you know, the, the problem is, is they need someone to stand out to, to be like, that's our guy. Because, um, you know, I mean, it just sucks. AJ's getting buried. Kevin Owens, you know, gets the belt taken off of him right before Mania. It's it's hard to find someone really like a good guy to back. They don't really have much, you know, they have Sami Zayn who gets buried every time he goes out there. <laughs> uh, Jericho, who's on his way out. Uh, Seth Rollins, who's finally now starting to get his footing back again. Um, and now they have Baylor, you know, um, finally made his way back. So I think once they finally get the face that's better than, than Roman Reigns, that gets more crazy people crazier. That's, when it's going to take off um but uh you know let's talk about who came out um uh what what were some of the the moments from all that you you liked the most the revival the revival on raw yes i I, i've got to quote Corey graves man a thousand times yes like just yes you know we had we had the hardys defend against the club in in a good match it was a solid match and then the new day are like we'll take on anybody and i'm i genuinely didn't know that was one where i was what about their outfits i <laughs> what about what about new day's ice cream <laughs> the the legion Bad. of the legion of of doom ice cream I, what did what was the one commentary line oh my god it's the legion of dumb i was like That's yes god, i, I oh. never change new day always stay fun no i mean just yeah woods had the boxing gloves of ice cream <laughs> it was just just stay goofy all all the time I, yeah. I never want them to change i thought they'd be selling the the um the new day pops at wrestlemania but i didn't see any maybe they were in a vendor that i didn't see but i've i figured people will be in the stands, you know, selling that stuff for five bucks a pop or whatever. I, I don't think they have them yet. I don't think they're a real thing yet. What a shame. That would have been perfect in Orlando. <laughs> I, right? No kidding. <laughs> yeah. They would have they they would have sold out immediately of those things. But yeah. but but yeah, man, I agree. The revival, you know, that that was a really cool moment. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, um and that was just that was really fun to see. Yeah. Um and, and the segments the segment with Kurt and Enzo and Cass was 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 gorgeous. Kurt Angle, Kurt. Everybody needs to go to school on Kurt Angle's like six lines during that promo during that segment because mm-hmm. that's that's comedic timing and it's Kurt being so so brilliant because that's who Kurt was. Just the yeah. and, and Enzo. I loved Enzo just as he's rattling off these questions and then ending with with the difference between Goofy and Pluto. It's like yes. Thank you. Somebody finally asking the hard hitting journalistic questions. And then and then angle <laughs> oh, yeah. angle at the end. Like they've they've done their thing and they're gone. Let the camera linger for a second. That's not how you spell soft. <laughs> yeah. Just, that's the, that's perfect. It was with no I, was... and no theatrics, no big deal. Just him genuinely standing there like, wait a minute, that was wrong. Like it's like, <laughs> yeah. brilliant. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, uh, it was really good. That was really good. I I, I like that. Um, you know, Enzo and Cass lost the number one contendership. Do you think with the 
shakeup. You think they're going to SmackDown? Maybe they they might. I I don't know what's going to happen with this because it's not it's not a draft. They're not calling it a draft. So it's I have, shake up. Yeah, I have no idea what the hell is going to happen. Um, and I like that. I, I like this. This is this is just you know we're going to mix things up and you know maybe maybe Enzo and Cass would shine on SmackDown where there's doesn't seem to be that many good tag teams. It just seems to be so one sided um with 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 you know with with especially the tag team titles yeah um with the tag team uh teams i mean um it would be nice to see them switch it up so smackdown has some competition um they have usos they have you know american alpha but i think with a team like enzo and cast they could really shine on smackdown and you know you know maybe get them with carmella or something like that that would be cool um uh, I don't know. I think that'd be interesting. Um, I, now I, there's just so many tag teams. Yeah. That's one thing coming out of this whole week. There's just so many tag teams now. So it'd be nice to see it switched up. Yeah. I, uh, um, I just want to see them. I want to see them draft James Ellsworth to raw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about, what about the, uh, the whole NXT championship, uh, tag team match at the end Baylor coming out? Yeah. God, just, it was amazing to look at this. Cause that took me a minute watching this and i was like wait a minute joe was nxt champ rollins was nxt champ balor was nxt champ holy shit we've got four former nxt champs in this ring like, what if it would have been funny if, if bo dallas came out for a moment and like goofed up and like, they're like you're not in the match <laughs> that would have been that would have been amazing and depressing at the same time it would have been a big moment for him it would have been like, oh, wait a second. Like, kind of like when, when uh, R-Truth came out and it, it wasn't his match. He's was like, oh, okay. And he's like, well, if you Bo leave, and they're like, go, go, go away. Yeah. I don't know, something, something. Or him interfering and costing the match. That would have been cool. I that, um, Now you're talking. Yeah, have him come out and do that uh, to, like, the Wyatt music and cost the match. That would have been fucking crazy. Uh, something, oh, man, like, possibilities would would have been endless but that would have been fun yeah. um but it's cool that was really cool to see them, them in the show like that baylor got such a pop man he jesus people love him um yeah but yeah we got a few minutes let's talk about smackdown um do you like smackdown i love smackdown i hated the main event i you know we'll get the negative out of the way first because that was again it was boring it was uneventful you know what was the big return for for this main event it was eric rowan and everybody went Oh, yeah, the other tall guy from the Wyatt family who didn't really do a whole awful lot. Like, not... That right. main event was pointless. It did nothing. It served It served nothing. Right. Yeah, um, it, yeah I agree. It, it, to put Randy Orton somewhere else, put him yeah. away for a minute. Um, but we had... But you know, we got some... Kurt Hawkins comes out, and he goes, I'm issuing an open challenge, so if anyone comes out here at the count of ten, and here comes Ty... I lost my shit, man, because I knew Shinsuke was going to debut. We knew Nakamura was going to be here. And his, his, you know, they, they brought the dude with the violin from, from, the, from, from the one takeover, which was yes. awesome. That was fantastic, and I loved it. But, but seeing, oh, my God, here's Ty making his, his main roster debut. And, and I know people kind of poo-pooed on, like, oh, and they gave him Kurt Hawkins, really? Like, yeah, but it got him on the show. And so, yeah, you know, yeah. and it was a way for him to look really dominant and the crowd to just totally eat him up and to do the tin chant on every, that was one thing I noticed during mania. Everything was 10. Yeah. Whenever they count out, it was 10. Anytime yep. they did one, 
two, three, it was ten. It was yeah. just cool. It's definitely caught on, man. He's got something. Just take take it as far as you can. Um, who knows how you know how long it will take before it gets old? But hey, keep doing it if if it's getting you over. But uh, but yeah, no, especially the cinch, the the Nakamura thing, man. It, that, that I've been waiting for that since that. It was right when I started watching again. That guy caught my eye where I was like. like that guy is different. That guy is different than anything I've ever seen. And he just, just, just walking style. Um, total Japanese. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I know that's weird to say, but um, his presence just reminds me of like, I don't know. It's just different. He just, he's like a walking, talking, like, just, I don't know how to explain it. Um, almost like a, uh, kojima character or something you know what i mean like he's just over the top yeah flamboyant um just 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 ridiculous and poetic at the same time with the way he does his bow and stuff and yeah it's just 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 so cool um his whole entrance and the way he fights and stuff and he's so weird and different and i I fucking love it i eat it up so you know when he can when yeah it's the it's the uh, what what's the word I'm the, I'm looking for here? It, it just I don't know. I'll I'll think of it. The, <laughs> the pageantry of it all. Yeah. Um. That's that's the word with, with him coming out. It was it was just great. Now, he, he didn't even do anything. He just came out and said hi, and then that was it. They cut the commercial. <laughs> um. That was I all... like that he came out to interrupt the Miz and Maurice doing their whole little bit. Uh, you know who knows? At this point, it, it's it's. We don't know who's going to be on SmackDown. We don't know who's going to be on Raw. Oh, how about AJ? Did he turn face tonight? I, I think, think that, he did. Yeah, I think that's exactly what that was. And that's what I that's think. exactly what he needed. It's exactly what he needed. Uh-huh. Well, people are cheering for him too much. Like, he, he can't be a bad guy anymore. And, the, yeah, you're absolutely right. I like how he, at the end he faked it, and he was like, nah, just kidding. I, I got respect for you. So, yeah. you know, um, yeah, who, who knows? I, I, I liked how he was like, I don't I don't want to go to Raw. That SmackDown is my home, so that was pretty cool. And I think that means he's definitely going to Raw. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> yeah, well, we got to wrap it up. Um, yeah, I know it's been all, all wrestling this week. Um, we'll get into some new. We'll get an all news next week. We'll save all the stuff um, for next week. Uh, all the cool stuff like the Invincible movie and all that other stuff, um, and Destiny two and whatnot. But and Batgirl directed um, by Joss Whedon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, See, I didn't even see that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's crazy news. Is that rumor? Is that? Rumor? Oh no, that's no, that's real. That's legit. That's that's fucking awesome. <laughs> we'll get into all that news next week. Um, I'm gonna be reading some X Men comics and whatnot. Gonna be playing Persona Five, so I'll be talking all about that. Um. So tune in next week, 9 p.m. on um, Eastern Time on the N FM, and uh, you know we we post our podcast the next day. Um, iTunes, Podbean, all the. Great choices. Um, make sure you go to our Twitter at Adam Estep, at the Logan Wit, at We Geek Podcast. Our Facebook group. Make sure you go over to our iTunes and give us a review. And uh, you know, let us what you let us. If you want us to talk about more about wrestling, let us know. If you want us to talk about less, let us know too. Uh, but this was just one of those big episodes. We'll probably do once a year whenever Mania hits. Um, contemplating going to, to. I really now want to go to New Orleans next year and do the whole thing thing um but we'll see we'll see how broke i am (laughs) um uh but yeah until next week again you're listening to we geek podcast on the n.fm captain captain